What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today, this is a fun topic for me because it actually was brought about from a conversation I had with somebody. And it is a topic that I've discussed a lot on here, but I never actually got into the details. And what I'm talking about is why and how eating more can actually help you get leaner. So I was having a conversation with somebody who was eating like 1400 calories per day for the last year and she's been stuck and she didn't understand why nothing was changing. We talked about going through the process of what I call metabolic priming and actually fueling your activity and and managing stress and recovering better and all of the benefits. And she was like, but I don't understand specifically how eating more can lead to getting leaner. So I wanted to actually break it down scientifically, practically, and just look at why does that happen? How does it happen? Uh, It does not happen every time. So I don't want to set the expectation that every single person out there just needs to eat more, but I'm going to you know, break it down from specific context and practical application. So we understand why it's happening, how it's happening, and then we can utilize that tool to our advantage. Um, Before I get into that, there's actually another exciting announcement that I have. Our team is growing yet again. The POP team is growing yet again, which is pretty freaking amazing. Um, Just how incredible this whole journey has been And we're adding another asset to the team. I have a new coach that I have just brought on board. Her name is Shelby, um, Shelby Lazar. She is the perfect fit for what we do at POP. She is somebody who started as a client and had a passion for our process because just like most of our clients, she had come from a background of chronic dieting, of feeling like something was wrong with her, like no diet ever worked, like she was broken, and then saw amazing results going through our process, working with us. And really, it lit a fire under her to want to you know, pay it forward. So what I always love is people like Shelby who just take the initiative. She's like, whatever I need to do, I'm going to do it. So she started getting experience. She started working with people for free, just helping anybody that she could. Um, she took my neurotyping certification. She took NCI level one. And, and I just saw it. I watched it happen over the you know many months that this has been transpiring and just continuing to push and push and challenge herself and, and elevate as a coach. And finally, uh, you know, the, the stars aligned and we were able to bring her on board. And as you guys know, if you are a pop follower, if you've been following us for any length of time, you know that every time I bring on a new coach, it comes with a special promotion. And this is the first time I'm announcing it. As I'm recording this, it is Wednesday, June 2nd. I'm not sure when the scholarship will actually be live, but we're doing a scholarship promotion. We're giving away three months of free coaching. And everybody who enters to win the scholarship, there's going to be a whole bunch of other things that we're giving away. We're going to give away some free months of coaching. We're going to give away some partial scholarships. Uh, We're going to give away entries into the next challenge that we're doing. Um, This is going to be a huge promotion. Uh, The grand prize winner will get three free months of coaching through the POP method with Shelby, with our new coach. 
and everybody who enters will be eligible for some sort of epic prize. So I don't have, I don't even have the link right now because this is how new it is, but it will be in the show notes. So if you want to enter, you're going to have to go to the show notes of this episode, wherever you are listening, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it is, go to the show notes and you will see something that says, click here to enter the scholarship or whatever I'm going to write. I don't even know yet, but it will have the link where you can enter and you have the, the opportunity to win three free months of coaching or one month of coaching or a partial scholarship or an entry to our challenge. Uh, we're going to give a lot away. Um, so make sure you get yourself entered. I don't, I, again, I don't even know what the deadline is going to be. Typically when I do these things, it's usually just a few days. So let's say if we launch it on Monday, it'll probably be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll shut the doors like, you know, at midnight um, going into Thursday, something along those lines. But just check as long as the entry form is still there and, and you can put your name in, then you're good. Um, just check the link in the show notes and get yourself signed up. So let's jump in to the topic of the day. And that is, we're talking about how specifically can eating more lead to a leaner physique. Now, I want to preface this by saying that eating less and exercising more, that's the standard advice that gets tossed around in, in every context, right? Every If you were to go on to Google, if you were to you know, download a diet program or you were to you know, hire a, uh, you know, a, a macro-based coach, typically in some way, shape, or form, that program, that coach, whatever information you're looking at, it's just another way of getting you to eat less calories and move more. Whether it's keto, whether it's Whole30, whether it's intermittent fasting, there's, it's just a different way to manipulate your intake so you eat less. And then you'll also get some advice about working out and moving more and trying to burn more calories. Ultimately, it all comes down to energy balance. Now, that is unavoidable. Okay, the, the laws of thermodynamics are unavoidable. We have to honor them. However, what most of these programs fail to tell you is that the eat less, exercise more model is a very, very short-term intervention. And if you go back and listen to the episode I did with Dr. Jade, uh, Dr. Jade Tita, he talked about this when he, he was breaking it down in terms of metabolic toggles. And I really love that way of phrasing it because we have different tools that we can use uh, when it comes to our metabolism. And eat less, exercise more, he said, is the shortest term intervention. There's two sides of that, right? There's the eat less, exercise more. And then there's the, the couch potato, which is eat more, exercise less. Those two ends of the extreme should be very, very short-term, like days um, or potentially weeks. But even with eat less, exercise more, uh, once you start to get into a long-term way of doing that, your body adapts quickly. Your metabolism will adapt. Your body will adapt. And like the person I referenced who was eating 1,400 calories, well, now her body has adapted to 1,400 calories. So it's no longer producing the weight loss results that she wants. She's not seeing body comp changes. And there is nothing more frustrating than eating really little and being hungry and having no energy and just white knuckling your way through it 
because you're trying to be disciplined, but you're not getting the results. So it's like adding insult to injury. And oftentimes that leads to, you know, frustration, but also like, screw this, fuck this. I'm just going to eat whatever, because why even bother? I'm, I'm working so hard and I'm miserable, but I don't have the results to go with it. Now, I've talked about this before as well. The, the only time, like you have this one opportunity and it's already passed, so don't worry. You have this one opportunity where your body will hyper respond to basically any diet that you try. And that opportunity is the very first time that you try to actively lose weight. And that's long gone for most of us. If you're listening to this, I can safely assume that that opportunity has, has passed. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Um, I wasted that opportunity because my first time I did hours of cardio and I followed a meal plan that was somewhere around 1200 calories. At that point, I was around 250, probably over 250 uh, on the scale. And I lost weight rapidly because that first attempt is always going to be the most effective for quick results. Why? Because your body is primed and ready to respond. You have never felt that stimulus before. That new stimulus you know, causes a response in your body. That's why anytime we create a new stimulus, our body responds really well. It's like if you're a CrossFitter, the first like six months of CrossFit, you probably gained a lot of strength and muscle. And then it kind of diminished. And then the, the return was not as, as great as it was in the beginning. That's because it was a new stimulus. Anytime there is something new um, in terms of the stimulus, in terms of what your body is, is registering as signals coming in, you're going to see that hyper response. So the very first time that you try to lose weight, that's your best opportunity for quick results. But we all waste it every single one of us. And it's not a bad thing because the first attempt is often eat less, exercise more. And like I said, that is a very short-term intervention. So we often jump into that as our first dieting attempt. We make a whole lot of progress. We're feeling really good about ourselves. And then guess what? It stops working because our body adapts. Our body responds um, to the stimulus. It gets used to it. It's like, okay, if this is the amount of food coming in and this is the amount of energy going out, we need to adjust and calibrate, right? It's like changing the thermostat in your house. We need to adjust and calibrate based off of the temperature, based off of what's going on in the environment, you know, internally and externally. So that's what your body does. So in the example of the 1400 calorie woman, her body's like, oh, okay, this is the amount that's coming in. We're going to downregulate metabolic processes because this is essentially our new maintenance. Um, so without getting you know, kind of too deep into this rabbit hole, essentially when you're eating that little, your body is registering a threat. It is a stress. By definition, eating below maintenance calories is a form of stress. Okay. It's a stress on the system. You don't have enough energy coming in to support all of your bodily functions and activity. And so your body is sensing, uh-oh, this could be a potential famine. This could be potential starvation. So there are certain adaptations that occur when it comes to your metabolism, slowing down your metabolic rate. Because if we don't have enough food coming in, 
then it helps for survival to have a slower metabolism. I don't want to be burning calories left and right if there's the potential for famine and starvation, right? My body wants to preserve energy and slow down that metabolic rate. So that's one. And then we also see a whole bunch of hormonal implications, um, you know, lowering thyroid, lowering sex hormones. Um, you know, you start to see, you know, uh, decreasing or, or depressing immune system. Like you start to see these things happen in the name of energy preservation. And, and that's what it all circles back to. It's how can your body is, is essentially trying to come up with ways to preserve energy so that you can stay alive because that is the primary goal. So why is it a good thing if we play that card, right? We, we play that first hand and that's our best hand because our body's going to be in hyper response mode. And we play that first hand, which is usually some extreme version of eat less, exercise more. And it works for a short period of time. And then oftentimes we gain it back. And then what we do is we think, all right, well, that worked. I just needed to be better at sustaining it. So we're like, let me go back to that and let me try it again. And when we try it again, it probably works, but not quite as well. But we're like, okay, at least I'm making some progress. And then what happens? We backtrack again. And we're like, all right, I really suck. I need to be way more disciplined. I need more willpower. I need to be more consistent. And we start the cycle over again. And most of us, if you're anything like me, go through that process dozens and dozens of times before we realize this is fucking broken. This is not the way to do it. This is not going to be effective because if it was going to be effective, then it would have already happened by now. So why I think it's a good thing that we get that card out of the way, that we play that hand in the very beginning is because it it presents a very logical and practical way to break out of the constant reliance on a temporary short-term solution as the long-term solution. So what I mean by that is if we know that eat less, exercise more is a very temporary solution, it's a very short-term intervention, and it will fall flat every time as a long-term solution, well, then we can stop trying to make it our long-term solution. So we got it out of the way early. Right now, I know some of you are probably like, Mike, what are you talking about? I'm 50, I'm 60. I did not get it out of the way early. And I can totally appreciate that. However, there is an opportunity for you right now to basically create that new stimulus like you did years and years ago when you started dieting the way that you did, when you started the eat less, exercise more cycle that went round and round and round and hasn't stopped for 30, 40 years, right? Now you get the opportunity to do things differently. So we already know that eat less, exercise more, it's not going to work long-term. So we get to stop banging our heads against the wall and we can say, what is the next logical solution? Well, if eat less hasn't worked and we know it's not going to work long-term, logically, we can think about eating more. And I want to be very clear here. Just eating more for the sake of eating more is not the smartest approach. I have seen that in application and it led to a lot of weight gain in a lot of people. Um, there was a specific program in particular that was literally just an arbitrary way of getting people to eat more calories with no 
rhyme or reason behind it. There was, there was no science behind it. There was no thought process behind it. It was literally just eat more for the sake of eating more. And a lot of people gained weight. If you are thinking about actually priming your metabolism, if you're thinking about long-term success, then you may need to eat more, but it should not just be an arbitrary adding calories for the sake of adding calories. You want to think about your body and what it is communicating with you. So if you're eating, you know, let's call it 1200 calories, 1400 calories, even for some people, 1600, 1800 can be too low. If you're a man and you have a lot of muscle or you're, you know, you ha- you're um, trying to lose a large amount of fat, you know, 2000, 2200, 2400, those could all be low numbers for specific individuals. What we want to look at is what is your body communicating? Are you dealing with hunger? Are you dealing with cravings? Are you dealing with low energy? Are you dealing with disrupted sleep? Are you noticing mood instability? Do you have a low sex drive? Uh, That was one of the things the individual that I was speaking with who sparked this whole topic talked about. She said, she did. She has no sex drive. And she felt like that was just her. Like maybe she's just somebody who has a low sex drive. You know, it's really difficult to have a roaring sex drive when you are chronically under eating because there's hormones involved that require energy. The actual process requires energy, but also your body doesn't want to bring a child into the world when you're in this constant state of famine and starvation. So your body is pretty freaking smart and it will adapt accordingly. So it's amazing what happens. Most of our clients, like if you want to know the way that things unfold when we start working with people, number one without fail is always, I feel better. Like there's just this feeling, like I just feel better. Number two, more energy. Number three, better mood stability. Number four, better sleep. Number five, improved sex drive. Then we start to see improved digestion. And then we start to see, oh my God, look at where your body is. The the body comp changes are amazing. So it actually is kind of a top-down approach, which I say all the time. We It's how much better you feel mentally And then all of a sudden, the physical results come as a side effect of that. But we listen to your body first to know, all right, what's the logical next step here? If we're experiencing low energy, if we're experiencing intense hunger and cravings, yes, we do have to think about adding calories in. However, it's not just that because your metabolism is more than just calories. Your metabolism is also a stress Barometer. So we also have to look at things like movement, like recovery, like self care, stress management, sleep, hydration. All of these different things play a role in your metabolism. And if we're trying to prime your metabolism, I always think about, I I love the word prime because it literally says exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to prime your metabolism to respond the way that we want it to. Okay. So we have to look at all of those variables, and your body is the best kind of, you know, measurement tool as to what's working and what's not. So we, we want to look at those biofeedback markers. We want to assess where things are at, and then we can decide, you know, do we need to increase calories? And is it a combination of increasing calories while also looking at things like food quality and movement and rest, recovery, sleep, you know, self-care, all of these different things that will play a role. So 
that gets down to the question of, all right, let's just say we're going through that process. You might be thinking, okay, I'm on board with that. I understand the thought process. I would like to go through this metabolic priming phase, but won't I gain weight? And, and this is what I'm talking about where we're not just arbitrarily adding calories for the sake of adding calories. If done properly, you can potentially get leaner. And I, and I say potentially because it doesn't happen to every single person, but oftentimes, And look, I'll just be honest here. Most of our clients come to us from a chronic dieting background. They come to us after having tried, you know, thousands of different, obviously exaggeration, but many, many different programs, diet programs and, you know, meal plans and macro plans and all the different things that they've tried. And they just feel stuck and they feel like they're always under eating. They feel like they're always stressing about food. They feel like they always have anxiety around food and going out and being social. And they're like, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty frustrated and fed up here. What do I do? Um, so most of our clients do see physical changes and improvements in body composition through our metabolic priming phase. And so I'm going to explain how that ha- actually happens. Um, and, and it's really two things. So when we talk about getting leaner by eating more and priming your metabolism, the first thing that happens is an improvement in consistency. And I know this is going to sound very basic, but look, the most important factor when it comes to results is being consistent. It's what you do most of the time for a really long fucking time. Like whatever you think your timeline is, extend it because that's how long it takes to be consistent. Like we often want results yesterday. The reality is we have to be consistent with the basics, with the foundational stuff for a really long time. When you are chronically under eating, it is really difficult to stay consistent. And you may not even realize it. You might think mentally, you might think in your mind that you're really consistent on your 1200 calories, your 1400 calories. But if you were to honestly assess, you might find that it looks a lot like inconsistency. You might find that you're super consistent all week and then the weekend rolls around and all bets are off. Or you might find that you're super consistent all day And then you have a tough day at work, you come back home at night and you're snacking out of control or you overconsume on on dessert, whatever the case may be. Or you may think that you're really consistent overall, but you're subconsciously taking little bites here and there. You take some food out of the box, you eat it, you don't track it, you take some bites off of your kid's plate, you know, and you have all these little subconscious habits that you're not even aware of because you're chronically under eating. So What we find is that when we actually fuel appropriately and we look at managing stress and we look at recovery, we look at all the things that influence your metabolism, it's amazing how those things seem to dissipate. Like all of a sudden, your weekend craziness is not as crazy. Like all of a sudden, the nighttime snacking just kind of dissipates. You don't find yourself grabbing food off of your kid's plate because you're no longer dealing with hunger all the time, cravings all the time, low energy. It's draining your willpower when you're constantly trying to hit this like 1200, 1400 calorie target and trying to deprive yourself. That is draining. So your mental capacity, your ability to handle stress, uh, it's, it's being drained when you do that over and over and over again. So one of the first things that we see is an increase 
inconsistency. And as we know, if consistency goes up, results happen. So we might see somebody get leaner as a result of going through the uh, metabolic priming phase. And the second reason is stress. Because like I mentioned, eating too little is a stress. Your body adapts to that stress. Um, Like I said, if you're noticing all these kind of uh, biofeedback markers that are off, you just don't feel right. You know, mood is off, digestion is off, low energy, poor recovery from training. You're always sore. You might be getting sick, uh, easily fatigued, no sex drive, intense cravings. Like your body is sending a very clear signal that something's not right. So as your body is, is adapting to the stressor, part of that is down-regulating your metabolism. Again, like I mentioned, preserving energy to help you get through uh, this quote-unquote famine, this period of time where there's a lack of nutrients coming in. So your body's literally like, all right, let's, let's hang on to this fat tissue. Let's hang on to this stored energy because we might need it. We're, we, we're potentially in this life-threatening situation. And so you might be eating really low calorie and not making any progress at all. And that will, you'll end up in a state of constant frustration and inevitably, and everybody's different for when they hit their breaking point, but inevitably you reach a breaking point and you're like, fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore. And that usually ends up in an epic binge or just a complete, like you go months without caring and then you end up gaining a bunch of weight and finally waking up and being like, holy shit, what happened? Um, and I'm, I'm saying this from personal experience, by the way, I'm not, I'm not coming at this from my high horse. I'm coming at it from, I've lived it. I've been through it. I know exactly what it feels like. I know what's happening here. So one of the best ways to remove that stress, to close that stress gap, because I'm not like, I'm talking about this from nutritional stress. We also have all of the other stressors in our life that we have to deal with personal relationships, work, kids, like all the stuff that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And now we're adding the nutritional stress on top of it. So one of the best ways to combat that is by going through this metabolic priming phase where you are actually eating more. And we're also looking at recovery. We're looking at self-care. We're looking at stress management. We're looking at sleep, lifestyle choices, you know, activity, all these different things that will make your body feel safe. We're trying to send the signal that everything is good. We're trying to send the signal that we have achieved homeostasis. And once your body feels safe, it will more willingly let go of unwanted body fat. Your metabolism will be well-functioning. You're not going to end up with a you know, uh, adapted metabolism that's now down-regulated and is not making progress on 1,400 calories. Oftentimes, what we see is our, our clients who were struggling on 1,400 end up making progress on 1,800. And they're like, I had no idea this was possible. It's those two things alone, consistency, and stress. So hopefully that's enough of a reason for you to not play the eat less, exercise more card over and over and over again, and look at it in terms of very short-term, very short-term intervention. Um, again, any and, and look, we use this in our coaching. Occasionally, we will play the eat less, exercise more hand, but you know what else we do? 
We do refeed days. We do diet breaks. We do untracked days. We do a lot in terms of sending that signal to, to our client's metabolism, to their body and say, hey, we're good. Everything's going to be all right. We don't play the eat less, exercise more hand and just ride it out. We play it for a very short period of time, but we always go through that metabolic priming phase. And, and the reason we do that with every single person, look, if, if you were to sign up for our one-on-one coaching program, you would be signing up for a metabolic priming phase. And the reason is because it is the only way to ensure that you make progress sustainably. If you want your results to last, it's a non-negotiable. You have to put your metabolism in the place where it's going to respond forever and not just for a short period of time. The, the side effect of that is you'll feel a million times better. Yeah, you'll feel more energy. You'll have better sleep. You'll have your sex drive back. You'll have better mood stability. Your digestion will improve. Like All the benefits where your body will literally thank you for it. So it's a non-negotiable. That's like, you know, if you join a program, you're going to go through it and it and eventually look if you try to avoid it it will end up becoming a necessity and a more urgent necessity than if you just come to grips with the fact and and get comfortable with the fact that this is the path that you need to go because if the other way was going to work it would have worked by now um the other thing that we do to help with the consistency and stress side of things because those are the two themes right now that we're talking about uh we implement our neurotyping principles and give our clients a plan based on their personality type. And when you are working with your nature, when you're working with your body and you're working with your brain, it will be easier to stay consistent because it will feel more natural, right? If I'm working with my personality type and I'm working with my behavioral tendencies, it's easier to stay consistent. And then it's also less stress on your body because you're not fighting against your nature. Like if you are somebody that loves structure and organization and somebody gives you a plan that has no structure and organization, that will create stress and that stress adds up. So naturally, if we work with your nature and we give you a plan based on your personality type, it will create better consistency. Um, it will be less stress on the system. And as a result, you'll make more progress. Um, and then one of the, you know, we, we also integrate everything with our clients into their specific lifestyle uh, and in the context of their life. So the plan has to fit their schedule, whether that's their personal life, their work life. It has to fit their personal preferences. It has to fit the life experiences that they want to enjoy, whether that's, you know, travel, vacations, date nights, uh, you know, summer barbecues, pool parties, beach trips, whatever they want to do. We just build that into the process because it alleviates all the stress of worrying about, oh my God, I'm, I'm going out to eat. What am I going to do? It's like, no, don't worry about it. Go enjoy it. We'll take care of the rest. And we get to offload that mental stress. They get to offload that mental stress and we get to handle it. So um, that's really the most important piece is like, let's make this part of your life. Let's make this a lifestyle approach so you can continue to enjoy the process and see results. Um, so this is what we do like with people who feel like, nothing works or nothing has ever worked for them. We put them through our six-month program. We put them through the POP method. And all of a sudden, not only do they understand why nothing works or, or has worked before, but now they get to have the peace of mind and confidence that 
they're on their forever plan, that their results will last a lifetime. And the most important thing is they don't need us forever. We do six months because that's the time frame it typically takes for somebody to graduate from the program and have everything they need to be successful on their own. So can you invest six months for a lifetime of success? I mean, honest, that's a question that you have to ask yourself. But you know, if you were to ask any of our clients who are going through it or have been through it, they would say, absolutely worth that short amount of time because six months really isn't a long time at all to be able to have a lifetime of success and never having to worry about going through another program that's just going to dress up the eat less, exercise more uh, way of doing things and have them banging their heads against the wall, which they've experienced for so freaking long. So it's nice to get that escape. It's nice to have freedom from that and never go back. And that's one of the things that people most often say, our clients, they often say, it didn't take long for me to realize that I would never go back to the old way of doing things. So um, if you're interested, as always, you can reach out. I'm always available to talk about our coaching program just to see if it's a good fit on both sides, right? I want to make sure that you're a good fit for what we do. You want to make sure that we're a good fit for what you're looking for. So if you're interested, you can always just hit me up on Instagram, shoot me a DM at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Just let me know. I will send you over some info. I'll ask some questions so we can have a conversation, see if it's a good fit. And if it is, we can invite you officially into the program. Um, Until then, you can go into the show notes and you can uh, apply for our free coaching scholarship, the three-month coaching scholarship. Um, Look, if you are new, if this is like the first episode you've ever listened to, just go through and listen to some of the older episodes. You know, Go back and start listening, get a feel for what we're all about. Um, and then come back and you know reach out and see if it's a more appropriate time to move forward. But hopefully this was helpful, guys. Let me know. I always love to hear your feedback. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram, like I mentioned. Take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories, tag me. Uh, once again, it's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I will talk to you guys very soon.